0: Thanks for tuning into Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Jean A. Youngblood. Since 2015, Dr. Youngblood has taken scores of questions and comments on the challenging issues of the day with a goal of informing and motivating listeners to examine the issues from a central biblicalist worldview. Currently, this broadcast is heard on five regional stations, as well as four additional stations in Virginia. There's now a great opportunity to expand this vital ministry to other cities. We sincerely need your help to accomplish this mission. Your support of any amount is needed to take this next step in sharing God's truth in a relevant, lively, and timely way. Thanks for your willingness to support us in this broadcast as we prepare to face the issues on a broader
1: scale. Go to FCBCATJax.com and click the Donate button or send your best gift to First Conservative Baptist Church, 12021 Old St. Augustine Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32258, Attention Radio. Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood is brought to you by First Conservative Baptist Church. Now let's get back to Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the uh, fact that we're watching across America today and yeah, I could say around the world abounding lawlessness. There seems to be a mindset today and it's promulgated out of the Oval Office in particular and in general across the nation as a result of that, that we don't have to obey obey the laws. We don't have to adhere to any of the Bill of Rights. We can just simply do as we please. And ladies and gentlemen, even out of the DOJ, Department of Justice with uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, he is part of the thuggery system. Uh, that uh, Merrick Garland today is simply a puppet for the White House. He's going to say whatever the White House wants him to say. But today, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, a fact that uh, because of the uh, what's taking place in America, we're looking more and more like China every day, where in China the citizens are compliant, submissive, and totally controlled by the government. No free speech, no religious liberties. And as a result of that, our government today is used uh, uh, using the COVID Fear, the COVID fear, they're using that, and it is a dangerous, deadly pathogen, no question about it. They're using that to control America. We've witnessed uh, our Constitutional Bill of Rights being destroyed by the Biden administration. In fact, Joe Biden made the statement that is absolutely mind-boggling. He says about the Bill of Rights, he said there's no absolute in the Bill of Rights. In other words, we can change it, modify it, eliminate it, should we please to do so. And that's exactly what they're doing, because he does not see the Bill of Rights as having a fundamental foundation uh, for the United States of America. So ladies and gentlemen, as a result of that, we're watching the process of forcing, listen, the process of forcing all Americans to take the COVID jab uh, against their will. Now, we're going to talk about in the balance of this broadcast what's happening with the COVID jab, what's taking place with the push to subdue and to bring into subjection every American in America, every citizen in the United States of America today. May I say today, ladies and gentlemen, the... Anyone that's a constitutional lawyer, a legal mind that honors God and honors His Word and reveres the founding documents, agree that it's lawlessness. It is unconstitutional to force any citizen to put a needle in their arm against their will. Yet the Biden administration just announced that that's exactly what they're going to do. In fact, I'm going to hit a few little bullet points to for us to talk about, and remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that telephone number is eight three one zero nine one seven eight three one zero nine one seven. I have with me today, uh, right here beside me, uh, Glenn, one of our four sons, a retired law enforcement. And I believe we have on the line another one of our sons, Greg, that lives up in the southern tip of heaven, uh, better known as Tennessee. Greg, thank you for joining us on the broadcast today.
0: What a pleasure.
2: What a pleasure. As we talk about this, uh, Greg, for you and Glenn, either of you can respond. We'll just have a three-way dialogue for the balance of the broadcast on these issues. But the uh, federal government now has just said that all federal workers must be vaccinated or lose their jobs. In fact, I am looking at an article that says the NIH director supports businesses requiring proof of vaccination. And it goes on to talk about the director of the National Health Institute has shown support for businesses to require customers to provide proof a vaccination. During an interview on Sunday, Dr. Francis Collins claimed this would encourage the unvaccinated to get the vaccine if they wanted to be part of the public event. Collins went on to applaud Joe Biden's move, which has required federal employees to get their vaccination or undergo regular COVID-19 test. Quote, I think maybe that's what it will take for some of those who've still been a little reluctant to say, okay, to say it's time the data will support the decision they're making the right choice for their own safety quote now here's where I'm headed but sometimes it takes a little nudge in quote that's what the federal government's calling we call it force we're calling it intimidation we're calling it a threat we're calling it the uh, subterfuge against America and yet they're calling it a little nudge to force people to get a vaccination uh, Greg how do you respond to that statement how do you respond in general to the federal government talking about forcing us to all be vaccinated where are we headed with
0: that what where do you know where does it stop is really the question you know progressives have for decades uh you know well i should say leftist democrat socialists have for decades identified themselves as progressives now they will not articulate where their progress leads but we're watching it you we're watching it in Cuba. We're watching it in Venezuela. We're watching it in every place that's ever tried socialism. We, tried, we watched it in, in Nazi Germany. We watched it in the first year that the Pilgrims landed in the colonies, Plymouth Colony, first year. Those folks were starving to death because they tried a socialist existence. Folks, go back and study your history books. But progress, uh, progressives today won't tell you where they're headed. Where does this go? What's next? If they can force you to take an experimental uh, vaccine or, you know, they may FDA may this week say, hey, it's legit, guys, go ahead. They have no clue what the results will be a year from now, three years from now, five years from now or 10 years from now. But if they can force you to do this, even if it's approved, if they can force you to do this, can they force sterilization? Because we got too many people on the planet, by the way, you got all these l- rabid leftist socialist progressives that think we have too many people on the planet. they think we are pollutants, so can they can they cause you to be sterilized? <laughs> really there's a chance that <laughs> this this experimental vaccine may do that without asking you the question. Um, you know the military they're talking about forcing the military by September October to take the jab. I believe the total aggregate. Loss of life associated with COVID nineteen, aka Wu flu, within the military has been thirty three. I believe that's the case. I could be wrong, folks. It could be thirty five. Could be thirty six. Every single life is important and to be valued. But in the overall scope of things, tell me where did that play? Where? Wh- how does that play out? Does it? Is it worthy to risk to jeopardize our military forces to possibly have many more? Uh, have issues that would make them unable to perform their duties, to risk the nation over this thing. You know, should we do this to our children? How many children? This is horrific. How many children have died as a result of the Wu flu? When I say children under 18, I think the numbers are less than 600 in the entire United States. That's horrible. Every single one of those lives matters. But shall we force them? Across the board to get an experimental vaccine, not knowing if three years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, we find out that there are horrific side effects, horrific consequences.
3: Uh, let Let me speak to let me speak to that just a moment. In general, the American consumer will spend more time analyzing and studying which battery to put in their car, what set of tires and what's the best price on those tires and which ones will last the longest and what kind of warranty will you get? for their car, to spend more time studying the type of motor oil that will keep their engine running longer, whether it be regular, conventional, synthetic, it doesn't matter. But we've been allowed, we've had the government tell us that this is good for us. And people go, okay, because they did a great job last year of generating enough fear. The government mandated fear program through the media, social media and the mainstream media, so that all the sheep would run to one side of the pen and line up out of fear to get a shot. They don't know what's in it. Um, implied consent means you are given a piece of paper that tells you what the possible side effects are. If you've ever watched television, a television commercial for any type of prescription drug, and they'll give you about 30 seconds of how wonderful this new drug is, and then you're going to get about five minutes of side effects because, you know, it could cause heart attack, stroke, blood clots for five minutes. They talk really fast, too, trying to get it all in there. Because you have to disclose all of the potential side effects in order for there to be implied consent. After Nazi Germany – after the trials of Nazi Germany when they were experimenting on the live people and exterminating live people, it came down to – and I'll I'll read this to you. The ten points of the Nuremberg Code were given in the section of the judge's verdict entitled Permissible Medical Experiments. Number one, the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved. As to enable him or her to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment, the method and means by which it is to be conducted. All inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from participation in the experiment. The duty and responsibility for ascertaining the quality of the consent rest upon each individual who initiates, directs, or engages in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity we are in violation of the nuremberg code yes. on a federal state and local level by coercing forcing manipulating people to get something without declaring full declaration of what the side effects are and we know there are side effects we have people who have died within 24 to 48 hours of it they have become neurologically disabled uh, one woman had to have her feet and leg or feet and um, hands amputated Okay, a missionary trying to get shot so she could go uh, deliver the gospel to another country. They are not declaring the side effects. They're only declaring the great benefits of this. Not only have they declared that for uh, almost, what, six, eight months now, okay, but they're not telling you about the people who die. They don't even do the autopsies on the people who die within 24 to 48 hours because we cannot blame it on their vaccine. Do you understand what I'm saying? And now – The carrot hasn't worked well enough. So here comes the stick. Okay, that coercion, that's a violation of the Nuremberg Code. They're using it right now. There was one running for, I believe, Congress out in California that said people who refuse to be vaccinated or give an excuse why they shouldn't be. uh, And and they're calling it a vaccine. It's not. We'll get to that in a minute. But a person running running for a Congress, I believe, in California, said people who make the argument that they shouldn't get this uh, flu jab, the Wuhan flu jab okay, that they should be shot. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Made Man. a public declaration of that. A public declaration, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who's the lunatic now? Um, I had to take a breath, but they initially said, because they call it a vaccine, it is not. They said from the get-go, it would not prevent the disease, but it would lessen the effects. People who got the jab from, I don't know, January, February to now, okay, they're finding out that, uh-oh, they're also getting it, okay? And apparently... Because the CDC also warned the people who got the, uh, got the uh, jab that they should also continue to social distance, not travel, and wear face masks. So what did they know up front? Okay, it didn't work. Pfizer last week came out and said, oh, well, you know, even if you've had the first two shots, you're probably going to need a third shot, okay, and you need to be looking into other remedies that we're going to help you help provide. Mm-hmm. But what do they know? It's not working <clears throat> The areas with the highest vaccination rates, according to them, are now the highest outbreak areas. Weird, because in Sweden, they didn't mask up, they didn't lock down, and they didn't mandate uh, vaccinations. Guess what? They're completely open, and they have the lowest rate, if any, of this disorder or disease, whatever you want to call it now. What do we make of this? At some point, the lights should come on, and we should say, wait a minute, we've been lied to. Well, not just once over and over and over and over, but they doubled down on it. I believe Fauci is already celebrating that the FDA will give approval because how could they not give approval when the entire administration has pushed it? Are they going to come yeah. back and apologize? What did Ronald Reagan <laughs> say? The uh, nine most uh, feared words in the English language were, "I'm," we're from the government and we're here to help. Okay. Wow. Uh, the man was right. I'm not saying every government program is is a disaster, but look at what we're doing. Okay, we've crippled the American economy. Last year was a dry run for this year. They knew what this was going to do. Last year, they just wanted to see if all the sheep would line up and conform. And they did. They shut down and they locked down. And they even at the state line, Georgia to Florida, Florida to Georgia, the 18 wheelers were allowed to run 95 southbound and northbound without having to stop. What can you put on an 18 wheeler? Human trafficking, drugs, all kinds of illegal stuff. Okay. all the passenger cars and trucks were supposed to stop so they could make sure where you're coming from, where you're going, who are you. All right. Now, last year was just a dry run. When they do that again, you're going to have to have your covid pass. Yes. If you don't have your vaccination card, you're not getting
0: in. That's right. Ind- individually, that's uh, you know, you, you could you can analyze from a constitutional per- perspective, the search and seizure provisions and you're know, lacking a warrant. Uh, Some of what they did could be construed as unconstitutional, whereas the commerce (laughs) – the the, the feds and the states have have provisions to allow them to regulate commerce, and that's why they're able to stop every commercial vehicle on the road and – and submit them to all sorts of examination without a search
3: warrant. What they form. had the authority to do, they're not doing. What they don't have the authority mm-hmm. to do, they are doing. Yeah. The CDC <laughs> has put its nose in the in the private business tent. So if you're a, a, landlo- a landowner, landlord, you can't even collect rent from your uh, tenant who doesn't want to pay rent. They extended that. Mm-hmm. The CDC yep. was never supposed to be in position they as a government agency to it. It's completely unconstitutional, but they're still pushing forward. By the time you take this through the court system to prove that your rights have been violated, the harm, the damage has been done. Already done.
2: We'll Greg, be done I'm going to read just a brief uh, blurb from an article and I want you to respond to it. Fauci expects food, a fl- I'm sorry. Fauci expects flood of COVID vaccine mandates. Listen, after FDA approval, The Biden administration COVID-19 advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, said over the weekend, that's just this past weekend, that he hopes that the Chinese Communist Party virus vaccine will be fully approved by the food and drug regulators in the next two weeks, noting in another interview that he believes that a flood of vaccine mandates will be handled, handed down after that with full FDA approval. It's likely that more institutions and businesses will issue vaccine mandates. Currently, vaccines by Pfizer, Moderna and Johnson Johnson are being distributed under FDA emergency authorization only. And he goes further to say, Fauci said he expects numerous vaccine regulated mandates will be implemented by all private businesses and other institutions after they receive FDA approval. Organizations, enterprises, universities, colleges uh, have been reluctant to mandate on a local level will feel much more confident after FDA approval. He said, if you want to come to this college or this university, you've got to get the vaccine. If you want to work in this plant or if you want to work in that plant or this business, you must get vaccinated. If you want to work in an enterprise of any kind, you're going to have to be vaccinated. If you want to work at all or in a hospital, you've certainly got to be vaccinated. USA Today interview, Fauci suggested that more lockdowns will be needed in the future. Last week, Fauci said in an interview that vaccinated people care, carry about the same amount of Delta variant as the unvaccinated people. Greg, how do you respond to that for the benefit of our listeners? Where are we going in America where? All federal work has now been mandated to be vaccinated. Uh, All in the military has been mandated to be vaccinated. And then once this FDA approval, and by the way, they're pretty certain by 15th of September at the latest, FDA will have put the approval on all of these COVID vaccinations. They fast track the approval and then everybody's going to be mandated to get it. Where are we going? What should citizens do? How should we respond? And what does the future hold for those that say no to the vaccination
0: i i am so glad that glenn brought up the nuremberg principles or the nuremberg code folks need to actually take a few moments today and search that in in your computer and glenn's already read these these components read them for yourself because understand after uh the nuremberg trials we, these were established as an international code, an international set of principles, and violation of these principles is considered a war crime. The, yes. the, this, this, is not, this, this is articulated within the document. Violation of these principles is considered a war crime. Okay, now consider what, how we should act as believers, as conservatives, as constitutionalists today. I am getting a barrage of contacts from individuals that do not know what they should do. Uh, I've got a nurse that's in tears over this right now because she's just been told by her facility, you must go and get this experimental vaccine. And my my suggestion for everyone in this category, get together with your friends that are working and you're, you've been told this. And pick the day that, that's the day they, they say, hey, you must do it by this day. And all of you join together and say, we're all going to leave. If you do this, yeah, the answer is
3: no. Hey, re- remember, Greg, when they used to say, oh, it's HIPAA. You can't ask me that. Really? Uh, really? OK, right. uh, my body, my choice. That went right out the window, well, didn't it?
2: I've, I've Which, made the determination. It, if yeah. anybody says, are you I, Greg? I've made the determination. I walk into a business. Somebody say you're vaccinated. I ask them, do you have uh, uh, AIDS? Tell me about your uh, health uh, background, also.
3: And what do you think about the pens and other undergarments? And,
2: yeah, right. Uh-huh.
3: You wouldn't dare. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I, it's, I, I've got to. I've got to interject. In Ecclesiastes, uh, one eighteen, I believe it's one eighteen. It says, "With wisdom comes much sorrow." We're watching it happen. We're watching yes. it happen. Uh, yes. I believe at this time, Paul Revere would be arrested for disturbing the peace. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. if you're a Christian and you're listening to this, um, Get familiar with Revelation 13. I don't believe that this is the mark of the beast, but I believe your COVID pass is the introduction to your yes, mark of the absolutely. beast. The well, police, absolutely, the police, the people will, the people will embrace it out of fear. They are embracing it out of fear, and if you don't have this little COVID pass card their vaccination card is going to morph into something else. I'm warning you, you can't work, you can't buy, you can't sell, you can't travel without it. Mm -hmm. That sounds so familiar. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it sound like something in revelation 13? Shouldn't this be a red flag? Now, if you want to be, if you want to be the Guinea pig, the lab rat, Hey, that's true. You can do that if you want to
2: don't force me to do it. Okay. Greg, take a minute. I'm looking at an article that says vaccine mandate declared legal by the justice department. This is reason I'm talking about lawlessness. It's abounding in America today. Here's the Justice Department and Merrick Garland is the uh, chief law enforcement officer of the nation. And yet Merrick Garland, the chief law enforcement officer of the nation, with total disregard for the Constitution, says if you've chosen not to get the COVID-19 vaccination, the Department of Justice has just delivered some bad news for you. According to an opinion issued by the Department of Legal Counsel, federal law does not prohibit, listen, does not prohibit private or public entities from imposing vaccine mandates on every employer, even though the vaccines are only authorized for emergency use. And even after it has been FDA approved, the federal government now, through the Department of Justice, is saying to the Biden administration and the thugs with badges called the FBI, they're saying to them, you have the right to force this vaccination on every citizen. By the way, Greg, let me tuck in this. We've got just a moment or two left on the broadcast, and I need for the three of us to wrap this up and giving some advice and recommendation to our listeners. But tomorrow is supposed to be walkout day on the 11th at 11 o'clock. That's tomorrow the 11th at 11 o'clock. There's the recommendation by one of the major Christian organizations that every employee of every business simply at 11 o'clock walk out. Say, we're not going to be forced to be vaccinated. We're not going to be vaccinated. We're not going to let you force us to do so. And so to show that we're taking the stand, we're willing to walk out. I was talking with my bride, your mom, uh, yesterday. We were talking about that. And she said, what do they do? They'll lose their jobs. I said, if the businesses want to fire them wholesale, let them do so. And as a result, close their business because it's tough enough to get employees now. And for those that's listening, ladies and gentlemen, listen very carefully. There's two major organizations out there, multitudes of others, but two major organizations. The American Frontline Doctors, they have a whole uh, army of doctors and lawyers that will be glad to defend you, will be glad to help you. With American Frontline Doctors, you can sign up, become a patient. They will supply you then if there's the need for the prophylactic drugs that will help prevent COVID. And secondly, if you're being forced to take a vaccination or you're going to lose your job, they have a whole army of attorneys that will represent you pro bono. The word pro bono means at no cost. So I recommend that you get in touch with Dr. Simone Gold, that's S-I-M-O-N-E, Simone Gold. Dr. Simone Gold is the head of the American Frontline Doctors, or get in touch with uh, Liberty Council, Liberty Council, Matt Staver's organization. They have an attorney right down in Orlando that represents Liberty Council for the state of Florida, and they will represent you pro bono. I'm looking at an article here, Greg, that says, this is from Matt Staver. Says America, uh, many medical professionals around the country are becoming frantic, sounding the alarm on the dangers of COVID 19 jab while simultaneously imploring the world to save them, our frontline heroes, from forced shots. Nurses at the heart of American healthcare care system, these dedicated professionals put their lives at risk every day to care for our injured and ill. But now their lives and their livelihoods are on the line because of the Biden administration's insane push for the COVID vaccine mandate. goes on to say no one should be forced to take these shots. Liberty Council is representing doctors and nurses and medical professions and others around the country with over 23,000 employees. We have direct knowledge that more than 80 percent of the staff do not want to take the shots. Uh, And of those, the vast majority are African-Americans and Hispanics. The African-American community has a history of suffering adverse reactions from prior vaccines. Glenn, if you would take one minute and say some things, then I'm going to let Greg wrap up the broadcast today.
3: If you're listening, understand this. The rapture of the church is imminent. Ready. Okay, I'm ringing the bell here. Second Thessalonians, I think is chapter 4. Nothing is left on the, on the list here uh, before the church is lifted out, okay? I'll tell you this. The devil's number one tool is fear. This whole discussion is where the devil generates fear and gets people to go do something they shouldn't be doing. I'll read and I'll finish with this. Uh, Psalms 27, uh, verses 1 and 2. Correction, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? This is the original no fear sticker. That's right. You've got to pull the plug on fear. People have to decide that they're either going to hang together because of Benjamin Franklin said, if we don't hang together,
2: we'll certainly hang separately. Yes. Greg, take about one minute. We've got about 45 seconds left on the broadcast. Uh, Give our listeners some challenge, some encouragement. What we ought to do, I'm talking with dozens and dozens and dozens of people that are petrified, frightened of their jobs, frightened. that If they stay on their job, they're going to be forced to take the vaccination. What do you say? What's the spiritual, biblical answer for those listeners?
0: Well, there there are a few things going on, and and certainly everyone that walks out tomorrow, I'd, I'd recommend as a believer, if you've already gotten one of these experimental vaccines, that's your choice, and that's fine. I'm not upset with you. But go ahead and burn your vaccination card, and if you want to really walk out and leave an image for everyone to see, stick a yellow star on your chest because that's what they did to the Jews leading up to, to World War II. That's how they dehumanized them, and, and and that's part of the process, the the demonization and dehumanization. We have, we have Fauci saying that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Folks, that's a lot. But I will not tell true. you this. As as this old world wraps up, we'll see a, a, a point in time in the Revelation in chapter 18 and verse 23. It's talking about Babylon the Great is fallen and is fallen. And the end of verse 23, it says, "For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived." That word sorceries is pharmakeia. By thy drugs, by thy drugs. Of course, uh, pharmacea, magic, sorcery. It all falls in that same category by the pharmakeia were all nations deceived. Understand, we may have a massive deceit, worldwide, international deceit transpiring
1: today. Yes, ladies and gentlemen,
2: thank you so much for joining us on this broadcast. Looking forward to meeting you next time on the air, as once again, we face the issues. A
1: fellowship meal Bible study, prayer, Bible Q&A, and updates on issues facing our city, state, and country. Tune in again for another Let's Face the Issues broadcast. Also, tune in the same station Saturday mornings at 9 for expository Bible preaching by Dr. Youngblood. Remember, a rebroadcast of this program can be heard in its entirety 9 p.m. on 100.3 FM and 93.3 HD3. You're also invited to tune in Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Talk 100.3 for expository preaching. Tune in and invite others to listen.